Yo, what is great in the state? Did you did you like the new intro? I like, like the new it? song. I'm not, that was I'm nice. Not gonna lie, that was that, that was that was smooth. Yeah. Okay. That was my old entrance music. Yeah. Yeah. But I got a new one, so we don't do that no more. You know what I'm saying? So I am the radio rock star, the radio rap star, the fade runner, the voice of choice. G money. I'm not even gonna go through all of them today. Yeah, I'm not gonna not. go through all of them today. Wow. We're, yes, not, yes, we're, yes. we're not. today. Not today. I, I'm, I'm not shocked. Well, well, I'll today. keep mine short too. I'm not gonna go on and on about the many titles that I've won and all that good stuff. I'll just say I'm Mr. Magnificent as always. Okay. And it's me. You know, the the the, the best to talk wrestling. DB. Good to see you. Let's get to it. This is big. This all is right, big stuff. All right. Look, there's there's a there's a storm brewing. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's, I don't know if you can feel it in the air, but but the, the winds are changing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 floor beneath you is rumbling. You hear a lot of talk online, and then you know some things are coming true. You know what I'm saying? A new promotion, a new company, things are happening, and there is there's a couple guys behind it, but there's one for sure. There's one man for sure, and he is joining us today. In his name, actually, he is the essential character, formerly known as Ethan Carter the Third. But we don't even do that. No, nope. we don't do that no more. I don't even know who that guy is. Like who? Who? Who's Ethan? Who? We don't, don't know Ethan. Ethan. I don't we know. don't know Ethan. Ethan. Never, never. Carter. Carter. We'll that. We just know essential characters. But his name is EC3, and he is in the building. EC3, what's good? Welcome, gentlemen. I've never been surrounded by so many nicknames in my life. <laughs> imagine, imagine this, because it's happened to you. Imagine having a legitimate last name be magnificent. Right? <laughs> yeah. You would have to live up to that name, or you would just be Mr. Disappointment. Oh, that is true. That is very true. Right, you, can't have a, you can't have a name like Magnificent and then like work at T-Mobile. Or, <laughs> really, really, really. I mean, you can. You just have to be the top seller. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You'd have. I was to say, what's wrong with T-Mobile? I like T-Mobile. Let me take that back because uh, T-Mobile got me this phone. Shout out yeah. T-Mobile. <laughs> T-Mobile is going to sponsor CYN, guys. Hey, hey, hey! hey we know. we love T-Mobile. Give us love T-Mobile. Give him money. <laughs> The official, <laughs> the official cell phone character carrier of CYN. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I will speak. Um, we already got in trouble for having fake sponsors, but in reality, <laughs> we have zero sponsors. Um, but I would sell out in a heartbeat to a major corporation just to get this vanity project funded so I stop stressing. Absolutely. Look, speaking yeah. of... <laughs> Speaking of, like you, you brought it up. So, who is back? Is it? Is it? Is it just, just you guys? Just money out your own pocket. This control your narrative started with one camera and one gray wall and one idea, and the fact we've come this far and have touched so many people and involved so many people, and how it continually evolves and changes into what it's becoming. It's. It's truth in manifestation. Like if you have a vision, it can come true. So yeah, it started with myself, JC, the narrator, a camera and a wall, an idea to rebuild me by rebuilding myself, not only as a 
character in wrestling, but as like a man, the fulfillment I found in that to try to do that with other people seeking the same kind of vision to then becoming featured it's sort of like an independent art film to now television deal, live tour, talk of the town. Like, yeah, we, and we did it with, we did it with nothing short of just ingenuity, hard work, creativity, and like-minded people joining the fray. Man, that's, that's crazy. It's, man. it's fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> And now, like, my days are consumed. Each and I have not made a cent off this yet. And it's not about money. I mean, it's going to be nice to have. But, like, my every second I have is some aspect of this, this business now. And because the idea is to cut out the, the leeches and the middlemen of wrestling that are, you know, there to take money for doing minimal work or don't really belong. And then parlaying that into the hands of our talent. But overseeing everything it's the most beautiful chaos i've ever been a part of mm. man that's real that so cool. so like talk about how how tough is it to bring people together like how did you get people to buy into the to the idea of the narrative i think they within the industry saw, we always appreciate when somebody goes the extra mile to create or to be different or to step outside the box. Like there's always, hey man, I really you know, appreciate the work you did. Even though you know fans might not resonate, fans are used to their comforts and their conformities. So branching out from what you usually do, you know, hurts you in that sense, but also has such a, it's a high risk, high reward because the end goal could be so much better. But as creators, you want to evolve and you, you know, as easy as it is, I could be the top 1% walking out backwards at a major corporation doing the same thing I've done for years, you know, better than anybody that's doing it now. <laughs> the, the challenge of just creating something new and unique and then the people in the industry do appreciate that the messages, you know, via the words and the promos and the realistic elements of the talent we're bringing in some people it, it, it might go over their heads. Some people aren't ready to understand it, but to the people that it touches, I've never received messages like this in my life as far as what it means to them. And it seems like it takes a lot of courage for them to actually say that because everybody deals with trauma and, you know, issues and problems and self-doubt and anxiety and all these things. But to be able to reach people and help them through that via your own your art, but your own issues you're, you know, expressing, it's, it, it's really cool. It's, <laughs> it's fulfilling. It's not cool. It's fulfilling, you know, and it's just it, being different. And, you know, it might not be for everybody and I don't expect it to be, but it's for those who need it. So. Now, I know you said creatively, this is a different character that you experienced like in your whole career. Now, what was this something that was always inside that you have maybe wrestled with possibly getting to this type of character? Or yeah. was it being in this situation that put you into this mindset? The situation, the art imitated the life in a sense, because 
this idea of what it initially was, was uh, an original pitch I had within NXT before, you know, the ill-fated call-up and the disastrous run. But, I, you know, I was doing the same thing for so long, and I realized, A, this isn't anybody here's creation, so it's not going to be, nobody's going to feel the need to push it forward as their own. And that's just kind of a political thing you have to do in wrestling. Like, you need people that are responsible for your success so they can claim that success as well. So if that's producers or writers or higher-up talent, whatever it may be. But the idea, I mean, it was loosely Fight Club, Tyler Durden-based, you know, uber, uber men, shall I like to call him, an overman, you know, nihilistic views and, you know, degradation of society that he's saying a lot of truth. I don't know if I like it, but now I'm starting to respect it. And then kind of going overboard, having a cult follow it, the cult becoming, you know, its own entity that he can no longer control. And in reality, it just lives within his mind. Like that's a, a wrestling aspect I wanted to explore as a character, but I also was very, you know, influenced by the books. And I felt a lot growing up watching a movie and reading that book, Fight Club, another Chuck, Chuck works and, you know, characters like that, that it was a reality to me in one sense, but then come a pandemic, we're all going through changes. And I feel like if you stayed the same through that, you know, you have no capacity to evolve and you are going to be set in your ways and that's okay if that's how you want to live but we all went through something we all changed we all had suffered great losses i lost my job in a pandemic which is in theory quite fucking scary because you don't know where your next paycheck's coming from but at the same time it was such a relief because i was not a happy person i wasn't a good person and it forced me to realize I had to become something more. So within creating a wrestling character that I had an idea of to actually becoming who I am, they coincided. So you, 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 you briefly touched on being, being different. Can you kind of expound upon on what makes the narrative different and, and some of the different people or characters that we'll see when we go to the show? I think, because if you're too different too early, you're going to attract a lot of hate or you're going to, you know, lose interest, especially with an, a wrestling audience has a niche and they have what they're comfortable with. So if you go too far outside the box, uh, they're either not going to understand. If you don't understand something, usually you don't like it. And oh, I saw that six months ago. It sucked. I don't want to watch it. But I had the freedom at the time to be completely different because I had my job with ring of honor like i had my wrestling income i was still wrestling but i could explore this on the side and create it but realizing now we did you know free the narrative the features the art music in-house storytelling character exposés there also has to be what wrestling fans love and are attracted to which is you know great action outlandish characters things they can resonate with too. So kind of combining those by being different in some aspects, but at the same time providing what we fundamentally love about wrestling, which is hopefully storytelling and characters. So yeah, being different. How to be different is just, you see what everyone else is doing. You have to be bold. Uh, you can't be afraid. You have to understand you're going to be met with a lot of 
doubt and resentment and hatred just because people don't know yet. And if you can handle that, I mean, everything that's ever been great in entertainment or sport or anything, somebody tried something different. Does it always work? Absolutely not. Will this work? I think so. And if you come to control your narrative, what you can expect, you'll have names you recognize, people you know, at the same time, them comfortable creating within their own vessel, their own skin, using the ring to tell their story. But my real focus, like, and it, it wasn't this in the beginning, but how everything turned out, and G-Money can really clarify this, is the creation and the platform for people that want want this and you know need it and will do anything for it. But everyone says they'll do anything for it. But that's not always true. So giving the platforms for those truly bold and brave enough to pursue it, I get a, I'm getting a lot of fulfillment facilitating new people within the industry. And to be different, they, you know, our fans, wrestling fans might not know them yet. How can I make them instantly connect with the talent or give the talent an idea how they can make them instantly connect with them and set them out to the races so they can become who they're supposed to be? Is that a lot of word vomit? <laughs> no. No. no, it's good. It's good. So, <laughs> no. So, I actually, I was actually want to. Man, you Vince? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sucks, man. Right. Yeah. Are you mad at the way you were treated? If I say yes, you will report this. If I say no, you're going to forget about it. So, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I want to expound on the, um, on what you just said about, you know, Take, taking a talent and what can what can you do to make them to help them out, you know, when they get in front of a crowd. And I just want to talk about my personal experience. Ooh, real quick. I'd love to hear it too, you know? because you know, yeah. So giving you my time is a great honor because you gave me so much and didn't ask for anything. So you know, I'm loyal to those loyal to me. So go ahead, sir. Oh yeah, absolutely. So when he when he talks about you know, giving somebody a chance to expand upon their, on their character. So what happened was there's a, an initiative. The initiative is like a, a seminar, if you will. And I went to the one in Dallas. I went to the one in Dallas uh, right before WrestleMania weekend. And, and there, you know, there's 20 guys, there's 20, like 20, 25 guys. And, you know, everybody's dressed up in their gear, except for me, because I was a dickhead and left my stuff at the spot. But <laughs> But you know, he wants you. It, it's 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 EC3, it's Adam Share, it's Austin Aries, and they're there. And you cut a promo, they have you cut a promo of you and your character explaining, you know, who you are, why you're here, blah blah blah. You know, so and this is the thing that I, I really I got from this is I've been to quite a few seminars. Usually, when you get a chance to do something, you go up, you do your thing, whether it's wrestling, promo, whatever. Yeah then whoever's running it'll be like okay all right good job okay, good. next you yep. know and then it's like some you know some people are like i don't know if that's a good good or like what that means but what happened at this one if if like like let's take for me for example like i had i think i had on this exact same shirt and some some basketball shorts i left my gear so first thing also aries is like he looks at them and he's like well what would a wrestling dj wear you know and then they're like, well, what could you, what could Did you do with this? It was, it was, no, no, it, it was it him or was it Adam? It was one of them. I thought well, it was somebody, 
Oh, well, you like minded, so it's okay. Yeah, maybe it was. I think it, it could have been you. It could have been you. But like they asked the question, you know, help what what they're and they're they're sitting there and they're talking to themselves and everybody about you know how you could do this and that. I remember specifically there was a guy I can't remember this man's name to save my life, but he was the dude that was dressed up like a um like a monarch, like a butterfly. The dude, um, yeah, and like he cut his first promo and you know no disrespect, the first promo was trash. It wasn't right. good. And and they and instead of just saying okay all right cool they they talk to him for like five minutes hey what is what is this why are you this why is this why is this why are you doing this why are you dressed like this what does this mean to you after he did that they was like hey put that in your promo they had him go again at the end at the end of everybody else and he yeah. killed it yeah. killed it you know and and it's like you could tell when some like when people actually. People, people actually care about what it is that you're doing because you know i'm not gonna say every seminar is a money grab because they're not but certain ones you can tell and it's like these guys aren't just here just to take your money like yeah, you know they, yeah real fast on that it's just i think what resonates aries myself adam didn't have the independent experience but we've we we did that you know we know how it felt and the business can corrupt you. And often it does. And you could become the guy that comes in. Hey, good job. That's 50 bucks. Right. But I, nobody gets better. The industry doesn't get better. And by giving him five minutes of our time, we unlocked a world of potential that, you know, someday six months we're back in Dallas. He's back a year down the road. I mean, he, if he became a star in wrestling, amazing. If he, through that one experience, just learn something about being authentic to himself as opposed to what he think he needs to be and his life improved, like fucking amazing. Right. So let, let me just, let's just go ahead and jump into it. Okay. Wait, so hold yes. on. What would a wrestling DJ wear? I'm so G-Money has been- I, I, scrapped, I scrapped the biker shorts because I was like, you know what? I don't think a wrestling DJ would come out there in, in the in the, in the the trunks. So that, you know, yeah. I'm still working on that, honestly. I know, and it, it's a work in progress, and it should be. It's not, there's no easy answers. But like, you're a, you're a, you're a fucking project, dude. Like, I'm yeah. very invested in hoping, helping you out because you've helped me out, and hopefully together we can grow and, you know, be a part of this. And it, blows up and next year you're a wrestling DJ and you know a six figure contract of talent. That would be fucking sweet. That would be amazing. Maybe two years. But like uh, figuring it out and opening that conversation and not being afraid to tell somebody something sucks because you could see something more. There's gonna be other people that just suck and you like this is a lost cause. But you you saw the lost causes we've had and I still give them every chance. Yeah. It's never been it's never been one of those deals where where you know they just had one chance and they're gone. It's like like hey, let's talk to you. Guys probably want to, you know, maybe they don't they don't listen, they don't take criticism well or or is this or maybe they, they hear it but they don't act on it or or something and it's just and continuous. This isn't for everybody, and that's okay too. I could not DJ. I have no rhythm, <laughs> <laughs> two left feet, you know. But go ahead, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so initially, 
uh, initially when when CYN comes out, you know, they see they see the promo, they see the the Tyler Durden uh Fight Club esque, you know, the promos and stuff. And I don't know why, but you know, people got this this idea in their head, you know, maybe because the guys that were in it, you know, that this is some this is about to be some extremist nationalist um you know, alt right wrestling promotion like is there do you know where this idea came from i would imagine it's just the unfortunate humongous cultural divide that uh has been created to keep us separated while you know the real issues go unsolved because there's so many powers in control of the world that as long as we're divided and at each other's throats that they can continue to pillage and take and have the world for themselves in a sense they you know power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely but i think because it's especially on twitter it's so if one if you fall out of line in one iota of someone else's view there's no middle ground people are classifying people as this or that and right. I think that's a huge mistake because the majority of us are right here. A little bit here, no over here, you know, but this or that. So based on people thinking there's dog whistles and weird things I'm saying and people assuming these horrible things, plus the fact that we are new, we're unique, we're also going to be a threat to other companies coming along and we did you know you were at the dallas show we had that place packed we had that place rocking we had bartenders coming from the other show to come to our show you know we had something people might want to see and as a threat it's very easy to manipulate and it's very easy to boldly lie on the internet with no accountability and it's very easy for a lie to spread rapidly and quickly so if people had a preconceived notion then they read a rumor then they've already made up their mind and then it's it's just littered with hate so nothing i could say or nothing i could do i even read it ama went in there to tackle each and every question and answer them factually and honestly to the best of my ability it it wouldn't matter it wasn't going to change your mind i went there to take the arrows and i took them and i won so it's it's unfortunate that something that's an escape like professional wrestling had to become a political minefield for absolutely no reason other than that's the way culture is and what can you do besides the only thing we can do in this moment is go out there and create something new unique and let our work speak for ourselves. and so you've been in the locker room am i a crazy alt-right fucking <laughs> Premises, I, you know, I don't think so. Nah, not at all. Not at all. So what exactly, so I'm, so uh, there was a, a cage side seats article that, that our good friend Daniel sent me when they, they, uh, I think they were like one of the only people to announce the tour. And I, I went through a couple comments. So, you know, I'm pretty sure you know what most of them are, but I just want to, I want to say like this one guy was saying about how, he felt he felt like we, uh cyn was marketed to a certain type of crowd like maybe uh uh he said can't have it both ways there something about the marketing and it's very to make it easy joke 
about this is a MAGA crowd. What what type of what type of crowd is CYN looking to pull in? Like, is it is it just wrestling fans? Is it a certain type of fan? Like, is it any and everybody? Like, who exactly is CYN marketing it's themselves toward? The lost fan, the fan that has been turned off by the way wrestling has been, you know, status quo and complacent and the same for so long. It's a fan that remembers a time where there was simplicity in the complexity, uh, beauty in art, you know, physicality that's realistic. The fan that doesn't post comments on cage side seats and make crazy assumptions because of their own insecurities. It's the fan that a father and his, his wife could take their two children and go see, hey, remember Braun Strowman? Well, he's at this show. Let's go meet him and watch a really cool show. And leave going, man, Power Punch Vinny Pacifico, that kid's awesome. Did you see Prince KK do the backflip off the top rope? That was so cool. They have a DJ who comes out there. I don't know what he's wearing, but it's awesome. <laughs> you know, a fan like that that's just looking to have fun. And then the fans that see within the message about personal development and, you know, self-actualization and, you know, becoming who you're supposed to be and not being afraid to do that, to speak your mind, to speak your truth, to have freedom because we seem to have lost it based on, you can't even have a wrestling show without people trying to, you know, cancel it. You know, so fans that like, physicality they like action they like satire for sure satire ask me who the greatest professional wrestler of all time is okay stone cold who's the second andy kaufman right (laughs) (laughs) we dive into the character and make you feel something and the fans that you know the the ones that would watch raw on monday and maybe some wcw and 7.5 million people were watching wrestling where did they go? They grew up, but where are their kids? They don't know about wrestling because dad isn't watching it and they're not growing together and not bonding together over it because he's seen it all and he's kind of sick of it. Is that a fair answer? No. Yeah, I think that so. Works. I think that covers. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That, that covers. Like to have fun. You know, WWE is one saying is like, we like to put smiles on people's faces. I do like that saying, but like an enjoyable time that people can bond together and especially in a climate and, you know, world's burning all around us, turn that off for two and a half hours, meet some of your heroes, be introduced to new people, be introduced to new wrestlers, hopefully buy a t-shirt and have fun. Yeah. Now being like a, uh, in this case, you're like a first-time booker in a sense. Would you even classify yourself as this with this promotion, being yeah. more like a booker? It, it seems like it now. I never thought I would have the pencil or wear the hat to an extent, but I I, I don't want to say booker. I'd say facilitator. You know, too, because a booker's, uh, I guess, breaking the fourth wall but he wins he, she loses he wins he, like 
putting interesting people together in interesting scenarios and asking them, what do you see out of this? And then them feeling, well, I feel like this would happen, you know, and collaborating with talent. So the stories get told and oftentimes to not be selfish. It's like, well, who wins? And more times than not, the person says the other guy should win. The other girl should win. Why? What makes the best story? And in reality, oftentimes, if losing in CYN, I think you wind up having a better story. But am I booking? No, I don't like that term. It's passe. Am I facilitating? Yes. And I I like playing God. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm an egomaniac. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, look, there's one thing he's jealous of. He likes to. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah. So, uh, so. Oh, I just lost my questions. Oh, here we go. All right. So being being a new promoter, business over owner with CYN, mm-hmm. you know, you started the tour and you, you guys say all the time, we are not an indie. So can you clarify what that means when you say we are not an indie? Not to disparage independent wrestling because a lot of what we want to do is facilitate and give a platform to independent wrestlers and quality independent promotions. But we are not an indie in the sense that we're, we're going to be bolder and we're going to be bigger and we're going to try harder. And I think varying levels of independence, oftentimes who's running it is a guy who has money, who's a wrestling fan. Like we know the industry and what we want to see out of it. So it's not corrupted by, I mean, people can do what they want if they're investing their time and their money into creating something and giving people, you know, shots on it. But like, there's so much dirt and dirty tricks on independence and, you know, backstabbing and there's politics on it. And it's like kind of like high school and infighting that doesn't make sense and egos that we are not an indie because we're not independent of self we are united together for our goal and on an indie sometimes talent might feel neglected if they're you know um only the second match and a six man and i g money knows this well i stress every spot on this show is very important for a variety of reasons and Mm -hmm. like i respect Respect the hell it, like it might seem like oh i had two minutes to shine and then i got beaten the, the five on five match no but that two minutes set up this that's going to set up that that's going to set up this and it's a domino effect of where people leave and go that match was awesome that was so cool they wouldn't think it was cool if that two minutes didn't take place so every spot being super important and i've been in every spot on the show from the guy who gets his ass kicked from the opening match to the main event to the champion like i've been on them all so i know how some might feel but how important they really are especially if we put purpose and context behind them okay now hold on hold on real quick real quick before we continue uh i see let's let me show some of these comments what's oh, up yeah. my god jabari <laughs> what's good mike and then you got good old good old enos <laughs> right. jay says what's good yes rip you are late 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rip, man, I hope you're in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. My man Harry says in about eight months, he's going to need that XL shirt. He's working. He, he's doing a good job losing weight, too. So shout out to Harry. Join.freec3.com. Use promo code CYN. 20% off. I'll make you your workouts and your nutrition specifically for you. That's what Damn. I do. Straight yeah. up. So, so uh, DB, I'm going to let you ask your question yeah. in a second. And uh, you had said something and it just, 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 uh, just resonated. You used to talk about, you know, from the bottom of the card to the top of the card. Is CYN going to have championships? Well, let me ask you, because I'm weighing it and I'm looking at, you know, 24 date tour that I hope to turn into 30 plus hours of TV on pro wrestling TV in an hour long show. We're going to call it rise. I think the idea was to not originally, but that was before the universe put us into these varying states of evolution. So now what I'm looking at uh, is whiteboard, boom, a gigantic, I envision March madness for a championship. Mm. Now, I don't like claiming it's a world championship because what are you really the champion? Are you the champion of the world? The champion of the narrative? So <laughs> like a main, you know, a main title and a significant token and respect and honor. Maybe it's the essential champion. I don't know. But I want to put a caveat on this tournament. First off, I want to open it because with, you know, our initiatives and our touring, how much local talent I have to use, how many how many Cinderella stories are we sitting on? And if there's a 64 person conglomerate of a tournament, that's cool. And we declare who becomes a champion, but what makes it different? Cause I have to be different. I have to be interesting. And what do you think about this? Destroy your past, create something that lasts to enter this championship tournament. You have to sacrifice something of your past, whether it's mm. a totem, an item, an idea of who you were, you know, an old moniker even. And I envision people throwing in, you know, the first thing I'd throw in my, my TNA world heavyweight championship, like yeah. the past yeah. have power. Oh. Over I do not need this. The past is just a story. And the longer we, you know, the longer we let it haunt us, Whatever. There's a better quote behind that. But the past <laughs> is just a story. I don't want to be a part of the past. I want to create the future. So imagine everybody throwing in these items from their past and then it's smelted down and you get some sick fucking blacksmith chiseling this fucking title and it has so much meaning because 64 people sacrifice themselves to create what this is. So yeah, they'll probably be a championship. I think that's cool. Interesting. You sold me. Yeah, look, I'm already thinking about. Well, what am I going to get rid of? I got so like, I don't know. I... Cans. <laughs> yes, man, I've got, I've got records. I've got all kinds of things. Like, but something. you almost have to abandon that part of your life too. And I'm not ready to give up on the wrestling DJ because I think there's money in that. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm definitely not. Uh, not yet. Not not at least. Yeah, I don't want you going up in like black boots, black trunks, and going. So I want to, I see a question here in, in the chat uh, by yep. James, James Lou J. Campbell says, so CYN is separating itself from the indie narrative in a sense. I would say two, 
and this is no fault to talent coming up on independence, but rarely do they have the, you know, the guidance and the leadership and the qualities and the successes of the people that have created the company to hopefully, I don't want to say make them take steps back because that's not what we're doing, but to go back to what's basic about wrestling to therefore accentuate the fundamentals that make people great because it's very easy for an independent wrestler to see something cool on TV. I want to do that move as opposed to, is it crisp? Is it efficient? Does it have a lot of like impact on it? And I think uh, slowing it down to speed it up when it matters, you know, I think that's great storytelling that gets lost because we're hive minded and, content with what we see and what we think needs to be done as opposed to you know if you can't you're not going to hit a home run if you can't swing a bat so you can't swing a bat unless you take batting practice things like that so and within i'm telling everybody this is a wrestler within the simplicity of basics and fundamentals and crisp efficient action those resonate with fans the fans I was talking about attracting more than things they don't understand. Like they don't understand, heaven forbid I say this, they don't, they don't know what a Canadian destroyer feels like. It looks amazing, but they don't understand what it feels like. But every fan knows what it feels like to get punched in the face. Every fan knows what it feels like to get something in their eye, you know, their toes stepped on. So the indie narrative in a sense is like, you don't have to be what you think you should become who you are. That would be the narrative I'm trying to change. Now, uh, of course I got to talk future, uh, cause I can already see there's a big future with this in the plans. Like what do you have mapped out? Is overseas being talked about next. Is yes. This, yeah. It's getting, getting like, uh, other, uh, wrestling legends to be a part like is that part of this narrative a lot of it like we're really boldly stepping out there with a 24-day tour and to uh make it region-based after six shows yeah (laughs) whoops right (laughs) yeah in addition to you know giving platforms for new people how many former names out there do want to reinvent themselves and try something and how many potential insanely weird, clever or awesome matches haven't happened because of, you know, TV contracts and this company and this company and infighting, but we can really build some wild matches that take place that you never thought you would see. So that's a, one thing I'm looking for on this one to go overseas is huge because I think this would kill overseas, but in our infancy, I think that's year that's next year. And I'd like to do that because like, you know, a UK indie scene, a European indie scene, going to Australia, like there's so many places that our content can travel worldwide with PWTV and the internet and all these things that would make it very, very hot. And yeah, people want to go back outside now. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. This is now, I, I, uh, recently I read uh, you put out a set of rules for CYN. I think that kind of 
sparked a little bit of conversation. Can you kind of give us the rundown on what those are and why you put those in place? Especially, especially uh, rule number five, uh, the no super kicks and the toe pay. I, those, those are three moves I do all together back to back. I didn't realize we were lying today. Okay. Yeah. I mean, first off, it's to obviously the ire of people who already were shitting on everything. Like, I'm not going to give you what you want. I'm going to double down on what I think. That's just who I am. And if you don't like it, that's cool. But you're going to love it. Plus rule number five. Okay, no super kicks, no Canadian destroyers, no tope suicidas. Am I a villain? Am I at fault for challenging people to try something differently? Did I eliminate savat kicks? Did I eliminate over-the-top rope dives? Did I eliminate pile drivers? No. Did I eliminate variations on anything? No. Three things that I think have become watered down, static, and boring and just a fail safe for, you know, a reaction. Also, I said, you're not allowed to do them. I didn't say you couldn't. So if you're clever, if you're creative, if you have half a sense to think outside the box, you very well can use a lethal weapon, like a super kick in a match. If you do it right, if the official doesn't see it, Oh Lord. And in fact, G money can attest for this. I think there have been three super kicks in CYN, even though I banned them. Yeah. And I believe all three of these super kicks resulted in somebody being pinned. So maybe, maybe in CYN, those moves are so dangerous and effective that they actually work. And maybe I made the moves mean more than anybody doing them does. Man, that. I like that. Brings me to something else. There is a there is a gentleman aligned with CYN who goes by the name of Bobby DDT. And right. yes, and you know, you might look at him and you might be like, Well, you know, he could be all right, but there's one distinct thing about him that is you that is extremely, extremely amazing, is that he has his words the best damn DDT you'll ever see. And the reason is because his DDT wins. Exactly. Amazing, right? Yeah. This kid, right. like Bobby DDT has all the heart in the world. Great soul, great passion. But if you look at him, he's, you know, he's a civilian. You know, he's in the ring. I believe I said verbatim with psychopaths and socios and legitimate killers. But, you know, does he belong in a ring with these monsters and these these rough tough individuals yes because he wants it because he has fight and he has heart now he might get his ass kicked but if he's able to hit that ddt he wins because it works it's the best damn ddt in the industry so making he made the ddt a finish how by beating people with it novel concept well, yeah so here's Another question is, will there be a CYN school? That has always been talked about and always in the back of my mind. I would call it the compound first off. Ah. I would love, I would love to. It would require, because we're doing so much and being hands-on with so many things. Plus, I'm going to be on tour for three months. So when we put in the right assets and the right facility, yeah, for sure. I think that would be great because... Then I can build my own army and 
that's exciting. Mm. Now I feel like uh, you know you you have names for just about everything. How far out have you thought of this? Because I can already tell that I feel like there's a deeper there's a deeper overall like five year ten year plan. Is that true or or am I just uh, catching that vibe? No, that's a great vibe as far as how long you know planning it out. And there's a name for everything. Yeah. I've probably been planning this ever since initially getting signed by the WWE and going to a system and seeing the business and like, it doesn't have to be this way, but as far as a five year to 10 year plan, the things that keep changing, make it better. So a hard plan, no, a vision of where it could be a hundred percent. But then in the same context, I'm kind of the joker because do I look like a guy with a plan? <laughs> well, not really. I can name I can name anything in narrative lingo. Give me name something you think would be in the narrative. And I'll name it. Uh, do you call your referee something different? Maybe right now, officials. I thought about party. Officials is static. That's okay. Okay, I can see that. Overthinking, I get way too clever, and nobody yeah. understands. Well, what would you call? What would you call a ladder match? <laughs> The rungs of ascension. Oh, okay. okay. What about okay. a cage match? <laughs> hey, <Are you>? <laughs> <sighs> the first thing that popped in my mind was Caged Heat, which I think was some weird, like, Showtime B movie. I thought <laughs> that's on 2B TV right now. <laughs> Escape or die. Man. Oh. Cage is cool, man. Cage just sounds cool. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So, so talk about uh, pro wrestling TV. PW Pro Wrestling TV. How how did you link up with Pro Wrestling TV? Honestly, the the president was at a fine steakhouse. He usually sits in one area, but for some reason, when he goes to the steakhouse, he was seated in another area. There was Adam Share at the bar holding court, laughing it up. He went over to him. He's like, hey, we're starting a pro wrestling-based network, you know, and I don't know if you have any original content you want to do or anything like that. And I was like, yeah, in fact, I, you know, kind of building a promotion. Here's so-and-so's number. And so he contacts Adam's agent. And then a day later, I'm on the phone with him, with uh, Brandon for PWTV and the agent. And he's like, do you want to meet up tomorrow? I'd be, I would love it. That would be great. So we go to my office, which is a coffee shop. I steal the Wi-Fi in. And we met, and he loved our free the narrative feature ideas and, like, the art and the creativity and things like that. And we started working on things ever since. And now to be able to – I honestly think, too, with this platform, with this growth, with what we're doing with this tour, and hopefully the ability to facilitate that into a very functional TV show, by the end of the year, we're a major player within the, the ranks of the three-letter brands. Now, now I, I got to also bring it back to what you were talking about, about the fan bases and people with their ideas, these preconceived notions. So what do you say to these people, these toxic fan bases, or maybe these people who would say, oh, CYN is giving me MAGA vibes. CYN is giving me racist vibes. Like, what can you say that would counteract that? 
and maybe maybe help just dump that way of thinking? Oh, first off, I would ask for a specific example. And then when I realized from that point, they have no idea what they're talking about and they haven't watched anything and they've just read that secondhand, I'll go give us a shot. See what you think. I want your honest feedback. Then they give us a shot. Maybe if they, you know, had any sense of humanity or ability to debate or reasonable thought, which they usually don't. And then, you know, maybe, well, this was really cool. I hated this. This is pretty good. I don't like this. I'd be like, thank you for watching. I appreciate that because I think you're right. I don't like that either. So that's why we're asking people and we're getting feedback. And I want to make this accessible and enjoyable for a majority. You know, I would talk to anybody about anything. In fact, people that randomly talk to me on the street regret it because I don't leave them alone. Because I just <laughs> I get to know them. People tried to sell me a, you know, a Bible the other day. And next thing you know, I had him for 45 minutes. He's like, I really got to go. I'm like, well, wait, wait, wait. No, I got more to say. Uh, I mean, I would honestly, let's just, what specifically? Okay. No because the meaning behind that is this, but I can understand why you think that. Also, maybe I can't, and you're just, you know, projecting your own thoughts. And that's okay too. The thing is, you're free to say what you want. You're free to speak, act, you're free to feel. And that's what I preach within the narrative. I don't know if that makes me a crazy tyrant, telling people (laughs) they're free to make their own choices and speak their truth. But if that's the case, okay. I disagree, but that's all right. We're allowed to disagree. And I think disagreeing, disagreement is a lost art because I, when I disagree with somebody, especially if I'm working with them or seeking feedback to not cater to them, but to provide them something they might be interested in, often the disagreements spark ideas that like, actually that would make this better if I approached it that way. So disagreeing is the way forward in logical and realistic and respectful senses. Oh yeah. What's up, Kyle? Doing some right, cardio, Kyle. watching the interview, loving the vision of the future. Thank so, you, so I just got, I was just texted this question. Are the narrative movie and the live, live show separate? Do they play into each other? How, how does that work? We're at, yeah, we're at a point where, Yes, if we're looking at things, and this is why we've overcomplicated it and are confusing because answering questions, this is a very rightful question, but if we're speaking within canon, like we're talking about a a super, or a, yeah, a superhero, you know, content. <laughs> we do play within each other. The Free the Narrative 3, which will be released, I believe, Labor Day plays into everything that's happened and what's taking place in the live events with the live events and the aspect of live TV came so quick that the conclusions that come from this standalone in a sense, putting them within the confines of TV will take some creative maneuvering, but also at the same time, it's a way to explore character depth in a different way and hopefully deeper. And, you know, with myself and Zach, the yin and yang story or, you know, Adam having to kill his monster to become who he's supposed to be within the Titan. And then the third one, we have, you know, Killer Cross and the always controversial Austin Aries. What story can we tell with him? What is going on in his reality? 
that needs to be addressed one final time so he can move forward and you can accept him or you can't. And that's okay. You're free to do that. And where does that leave, you know, this thing we've created and the art's going to imitate life too. Cause like so much is happening. Well, yes, Kyle, they do coincide. Absolutely. Okay. And here, oh, go ahead. That really, somebody really go ahead, producer. We'll see why I never get We'll see why and ever get to where shows are live taped and then produced, or will it remain taped and produced for pro wrestling TV? Yeah, we'll do live. Also, we're bare bones and completely unfunded. So <laughs> unless uh, one of those fake sponsors I have actually yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, hiring the live production team and, you know, the consistency, Going live wouldn't be super difficult for like a big one-offs at this point. We can do that for sure. But to seasonally capture TV over a long form, 24 dates, it's not 24 weeks, you know, it's 12 weeks with 24 shows. To be live each and every week would not make sense. And putting the content out, letting the story develop and taking the time we can be. Will we ever be a live thing? I guess it depends on how the landscape works out because it is better to be live. It is more fun. It's more engaging for the audience, but one step at a time. So, yes, maybe. I don't know. I mean, but, but with that being said, uh, I know this is completely alternative from the big companies and everything, but say you get a call from one of the big companies to do some cross-promotion or to do a, a showcase or like a forbidden door situation, would you be more than open to that? I am open for business with anybody, even the ones that try to destroy us, because that just makes the story even better. Absolutely. In fact, I've you know had a couple conversations today of vested interests. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well. Well, speaking of speaking of you know, yeah, no, just like but right off the bat too, I think this in this moment, rise. We need to show the world what else is out there besides what they already see, and that's an opportunity with initiatives with all these shows for as much talent that deserves it and earns it to be seen. So they either grow with us, which would be great, and I'd love to or they get noticed by somebody and they get an opportunity there to make a living and live that dream. You know, either way, I feel really good if I helped in any sort of way, give somebody that. You know what, that, um, that actually, that actually one wanted me, made me want to come back to another question. So like, like, I'm going to just say for me, like I'm, I've only been wrestling two and a half years. I've been, I've, I've worked my career 15 years. Like I'm I'm 39 years old, man. I've only been only been wrestling two and a half years. I started at the age of 36. So when when so when a guy like me, you know, when a guy like me gets got started in, in wrestling, I, I envisioned myself. I was like, you know what? I don't have, you know, the the, the chances my my initial thoughts are the chances of me going anywhere big were like slim to none because of my age. And you know, I'm a rookie at 36. You know what I'm saying? So, so when I had, when I saw the chance to, to, to work with, with CYN, I jumped on it because you, you don't know, you know, you don't know what you can, what you can do. And I've seen the collection of guys 
that are that are on the roster. You know, and it's like I, I think about a guy like like Flex Simmons, who 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 was picked up from Ring of Honor. You know, he was the future of honor for a while. He was he was there with the dojo for a while. They didn't quite use him. And, you know, and then they folded. I look at somebody like Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews, who's done who's done work with Ring of Honor. He's been on NXT. He's been on he's been on Raw and SmackDown. Like he's he's had he's been up to this company, but they never signed him. And then and then I see now I know those two personally, but then I see a guy like Dante Smiley, who I never even heard of Dante Smiley until right. Dallas. And like this dude is fucking awesome. <laughs> you like the dude is you know what I'm saying? And it's it's crazy because like one thing that I always and it's gonna sidestep and I'm gonna come right back. The one thing I always appreciated about AEW, regardless how anybody felt about them, was that when they do dark and they give these indie wrestlers a chance to shine, you know, they bring guys on. I've seen a bunch of my friends. I was like, okay, well, you know what? It's good th that people have somewhere else to go to. You know what I'm saying? And I look at CYN and I'm like, yo, these guys are giving even more people somewhere, something to do, somewhere to go and not just, you know, and not just show up, you know, get your ass beaten, you know, and go home. You know what I'm saying? So like, so I thought it was, I think like what's great about this is it gives people that you probably never would have heard of a chance to do some amazing things. Like some of the guys on the roster, they're going to blow, they're going to blow. And it's, and I think it's going to be dope when, when, it, where'd you come from CYN? Yeah. I think I love that question and that mentality because like you're a perfect example. Like what is success to you in this pursuit of wrestling? Because we come in at a later time, the idea of, you know, a 10 year run on top and WWE world champion, I'm not saying anything's not possible, but it's not realistic and that's okay. But what would be successful to you? This is a lot of things I asked in the seminar to talent, especially, you know, older guys or guys who probably aren't cut out for it for full time, but like, what is success to you in wrestling and more times than not, and it should be this to do it for myself to make my son proud so I can show my kids that I went out there and I did something, even if it's just this one thing. And I'm like, that shit, that's storytelling. That shit intrigues me so much more than, you know, the status quo. And that's another thing when I say manifest your dream match. I don't know if we talked about this yet. I talked about it earlier, somebody else, but. I asked you, like, what is manifest your realistic dream match? And, you know, you'll tell me and I'll be like, you know, that could happen. It very well could happen. And you can hang a hat on that. I had mine. And that's what inspires me so much about that question, because I was able to have mine. And you mentioned Victor Andrews. He manifested his dream match. And when we come to North Carolina, 731, it's happening. And it's not a crazy, I want to beat The Rock, you know, WrestleMania for the movie star championship of the world. Okay, that's not fucking happening, dude. What else? Well, Victor, <laughs> I, want to, I, want, I want my son to be there and I want to be getting beaten so bad that the only hope I have is when I see my son at ringside and he, you know, invigorates me to fight for everything. I'm like, whoa, holy shit. We can do that. And that's cool. So, you know, for G Money, it's, first off, DDP started later than you. So remember that. But secondly, 
you are very successful outside of wrestling. So if this is, this isn't your bread and butter and it doesn't need to be, if it's just something you love and want to pursue. And as long as you pursue it with all the, the right intent and the heart and the passion that you can, and you don't disrespect it. Why can't you have something that you can remember and hang your hat on and show people you did and be proud of yourself. Most importantly that I did that. That's a life worth living. So I, I literally tell him the DDP yeah. thing like every other week, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. He, he doesn't you, dude. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you didn't say it. I said I heard you. What was your dream match, G? I don't have my notes on me. I don't think I have a dream match. I'm just I'm just like I'm I just want to wrestle. <laughs> you know, I don't it's not necessarily like a dream opponent. You know, well, maybe maybe Booker T. Okay. Well, we're going to Houston, call him. <laughs> I love it. But, like, think about it, too. All right, I just want to wrestle. Cool. Well, you're good. You know, you're interesting. You're a great dude. You work your ass off. You're super positive vibe. You work, like, without wrestling, you're still working your ass off to be a part of it because you believe in the mission and that there's a spot for that. And if this is a side gig and it's side fun and you have fun doing it and you make a little coin, but most importantly, you make memories you can last forever and friends and fucking relationships. That's a successful career just as much as being a 10 time world champion. That's legit. Mm. Okay. Okay. Also, should you figure out what the, what you're wearing out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you like all right picture because this is my vision for G Money really is like oh CYN there's a they got a DJ of course why wouldn't they that makes no sense <laughs> you're up there you know you're doing your thing in between breaks and stuff like that and then like all of a sudden you you play your own music and then you you're, you're bopping it down I do for some reason still see a giant fucking stereo. <laughs> <laughs> You be popping it around, and you know you get in there, and you, you get in a little fucking fight. You have a little dust up. Well, win lose doesn't matter because you pop the cans back on, and you're walking in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, hey, look, we're gonna. I'm gonna yeah. save this, and I'm gonna go back to that, and I'm like, hmm, it's a good idea. Yeah, what's that? Ask flex, ask flex how much of a genius I am. He asked me a question the other day, and I blew his mind. <laughs> Man, so speaking of, so we have some shows coming up in the next week, we and, and 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 piggybacking off the you know teaming up with promotions, we're doing it here in North Carolina, because on July thirtieth we will be going to the AML training school for CYN versus the future stars of AML, the initiative. That's July thirtieth in Winston Salem, and then the next day we're going to be in Goldsboro. Okay, the W.A. Foster Rec Center for CYN versus AML. The awakening. Selling some tickets, and I don't even think they started running TV ads yet. So partnering with AML has been fucking a lifesaver because I can at least, A, focus on building this business, but know I have trusted, excellent, you know, people to work with who know their area and know their territory and know the value that we can bring and they can bring us and just 
Warren Buffett said something about business is like 90, you have, both parties have to gain about 90% of what they want. And they've given me 110 and I'm very excited for what we can do. And hopefully that's a template that, you know, co-brands with a lot of promotions in the future. And through that, a lot of talent get noticed, picked up, paid, fucking sell shit, whatever. Like everybody, everybody can succeed if they want. Now, I saw you on, especially with this show, uh, which I saw a question from James Campbell, who's a good listener for us. So what's going to happen with EC3, the performer? Is he going to start falling more into the background or will he still be very much performer, executive? Like, how's that looking? Well, it hurts to fall down now. (laughs) It's a thing, like... I say this and it's very true, but I'm also, again, an egomaniac. Like, I don't want to be the king. I want to be the kingmaker. But then I kind of think about it for a second. I'm like, well, I kind of want to be the king one more time so I can really make the next king. But, you know, I'm not trying to pad my win-loss record while I'm the facilitator. But it's going to come a time that, yeah, I'll probably step back a bit. But... I'll never have the run of like a Triple H or an Undertaker because of just their legacy and their lifetime and their body of work. But there's value in creating yourself to become an attraction that can step in and have those big moments, whether they're for you or whether they're to make the next person. If you, you know, you're creative and clever enough and still work hard. And let's be honest, I, I physically still look the best in wrestling. Let's, okay, let's not lie about that. I like I'm an old piece of shit. Yeah, I'm jacked to the gills. Like, and look great. And my cardio is impeccable. So, you work. <laughs> but yeah, there will be a time to facilitate. And there's great enjoyment in that too. But not yet. Not yet. I just want to I just want to jump in and say he he talks about not padding his win loss record, but he is currently undefeated in CYN. <laughs> <laughs> he is like there's three guys I can think of is is him, Adam Share, and little known fact, Prince KK is also undefeated in CYN. And the reason I know because he never forgets to let us know every time we see him. <laughs> I'm still undefeated. <laughs> I like that. I dig that. Dante for the next show. Oh, is Dante? I believe Dante's undefeated. Is Power Punch undefeated? Did, no, he, he lost in a pit somewhere. No, he oh. lost to KK. Yeah. Um, in Fury, in Free the Narrative 2, Adam did choke me out, but you know, there's no official. There, oh, so yeah, I'm, that's right. That's right. I'm not afraid to them. <laughs> well, I'm not counting, you know, but. <laughs> now we now we did bring up Adam. Um, how much of the how much of the uh, the company is Uh-oh. is it both you two or is it more you're up? He's he he focuses on certain parts. Like how exactly does the business partnership uh, work? Yeah, let's. We're Van Halen. If I'm Van Halen, he's a uh, he's showing up as David Lee Roth. Okay, so we need each other. I'll make the music. He can sing and dance. No, he he's. <laughs> He definitely, he definitely sings. He's a, <laughs> his, 
his mission and his goal too is just so much with the positivity of the message of what we can bring people in the rea- reality like and happiness and you know purpose and things like that and that's a big focus for him because he had a great run and he's still in his prime so to be able to venture off and do this as passion more so than just pay it's the first time he's probably had the ability to fully just sit back and enjoy something because he's not you know manipulated or controlled but it's a shit ton of hard work and g money could probably attest to him as far as a locker room presence and leader he's very much a, a troop rallier he'll he get you, a speech yeah he'll fire you he'll fire you up yeah, get you hype about anything you were you ready you ready to mow this lawn yes god damn it i'm ready to mow the lawn yes absolutely i wish he uh knew how to post things on social media right now no he's killing it and i think he's realizing too the hard work that comes from small business ownership and building something new sometimes it's you work five times as hard and you get paid way less mm-hmm. but it's so much more worth it in the end so now can you can you talk about like if somebody's sitting out there right now and they're like man i think i got what it takes i want to be i want to be a project like i want to be on the narrative like what do they have to do what are the steps that they need to do to to achieve that goal there's multiple ways the first thing i'm going to say because the only way i can corral this and keep it under lock and key is probably you have to go to an initiative. I, I wish, I do wish I had the time to watch, you know, highlight reels and matches and promos and things like that. But if you catch me at the right time and an email comes in that's not, you know, typical, if, it, if something grabs my attention about you, I'll probably be super quickly invested in talking to you right away. That's what happened with movie Mike. Um, yep. Dante Smiley, Dante Smiley sent me an email that I totally yep. missed. And then one day, I don't know, I was like post-workout dopamine. I was feeling so good. Email came in and the way he worded it and like, I was infatuated. I'm like, this guy. He said, he said when I, when, um, we had sat down to eat me, him, Alex and some guys, and I asked him how he got in. He said, he sent you an email and he said, Hey, I'm the best damn wrestler you've never heard of, or something to that effect. That shit, like, I'm a psychopath. <laughs> it works. Like, some dude was emailing me today, and you know, like, but I try to get back. Emails me today, you know, really, this question, I would love to get in. I like to show I can compete, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and this shit is probably going to be the only way. Just like, I, I don't, I'm sorry. I just got to be quick. Boom. And then he emailed me back. I'm sorry, I didn't want to overstep my bounds. And you know how I feel about apologies, G. I say, don't ever fucking apologize. You want a job, you're gonna do anything for it. You came to the right place, you did the right thing. Do not apologize for that. How dare you apologize? Never fucking apologize. You want it, good. I wanna see you get it. Fucking send me a promo right now. And he sent me it. But then of course I forgot, so I probably watched it afterwards. Like, my attention just, you know, I don't wanna, I, we, it's not about building wrestlers too. It's about building people and confidence within themselves. And this is shit I wouldn't have had if I didn't go through all these changes through life that started with a fucking wrestling character. And like, 
all the development on myself that was necessary to become who I think I should be. And I'm stop fucking out there. I'm not even close to what I want to be, but unapologetically pursuing it, unafraid to, and willing to do anything to do it. And if that, you know, if that comes with people mistaking who I am because of online lies and hatred, so be it. I can handle it. I'll take the arrows for the team. It doesn't matter. Nothing can affect me. Nothing can be said to me or about me that I haven't said to myself 10 times worse. So instilling confidence and belief within people to be themselves and be who they are. That's what I want to do. So yeah, I should watch that dude's promo and I will after this. And, and, and it's, throws he said if you want to be in the narrative you have to get ec3 to yell at you it means he sees potential yeah <laughs> and, and it, it, he he took a beating from me because he asked for it though you know but it took me an hour plus during the super bowl that i spent writing him what i thought based on the conversations we've had and in this moment, you know, it seemed like it lit a fire under him, you know, made him kick out. Now he's on a constant pursuit to better himself and be a better man. And it even parlayed into the show we're going to have on 730 with a promotion that he sort of had a falling out with. Yeah, I heard. He, yeah, he wanted to get in there. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll get you in there. And they were kind of like, ah, oh, we don't know about him because of this. I'm like, well, fuck the past, guys. And I put a, gave him a mission to rectify the past. You know, you'd be accountable for your mistakes. Take initiative. See what happens. Back with open arms and he has an opportunity to prove himself. And if he has a shitty match, well, he's going to be cleaning the latrine for the rest of his run at CIM. <laughs> I don't mean that because now he's going to put way too much pressure on himself. He's going to relax. Relax, dude. You're going to be fine. All right, all right. So look, we're about to wrap this up real soon. So once again, July 30th, July 31st in Winston-Salem first, we've got the initiative. It is the projects of CYN versus the future stars of AML. I believe I've grabbed enough of these matches, Duke O'Connor, Bobby DDT. Yeah, Duke O'Connor. Yes. Another guy that came with an initiative, came to before they were called initiatives, a seminar and absolutely like he blew my mind because not because he was doing these moves or these things because he wrestled with such ferocity and intensity and believability. And, you know, he asked the right questions and we worked on a couple things and he continues to work on them and, you know, reaches out. So like, that's, that's the shit I look for. So I'm really excited to see what he brings. Yes, indeed. My man, Movie Mike and OMG James Ryan versus Rising and Man Bun Jesus. Also, the four most important words in wrestling is card subject to change. So anything can happen, but Man Bun Jesus is, is a sight to see. And and like, you know, I'm going off a little bit. Like one thing about CYN is at the at the heart of it all, of the promos and you know, and the vignettes and the people talking, it's a wrestling show. It's a wrestling show. And you're gonna you're gonna be entertained. You're gonna see some things you're not gonna expect to see, like I did when I saw Man Bun Jesus for the first time. It caught caught me off guard, but I was like, "Yo, 
I was like, I think I love this guy. Like, this is dude, <laughs> dude, fucking awesome. You know what I'm saying? We've got Putters Posse versus J.J. Serena, David Parrish, and Damon Bryce. We've got the Project Pit match. Oh, hey, yeah. your face. Hey, man, you know, they didn't get the name right, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll work on that. Smiley <laughs> and Diego Hill. I'm really excited for this match. This match is going to be crazy. Yeah. That's, that's going to be crazy. Let me bring this other one back up because my man Zuka King is a beast. Baby Lotion Brown is hilarious, but I've, <laughs> I I can't wait to get in the ring with him. I told him I'm bringing cocoa butter, you know what I'm saying? Because that baby lotion ain't got nothing on this cocoa butter. You know I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying, we got, we got a, we have a, a newcomer. He's not even officially a project. Gemstone is in that match. And me and him, we fight all the damn time. Vinny Pacifico versus Prince KK versus AJ Kazana. This is all on. Yes. KDMP. That's Mr. Mr. Undefeated. Ask him. He'll tell you. He'll tell you he's undefeated. (laughs) We did that one already. And then on Sunday, I didn't get all the matches for Sunday, but I do have there's Weston Blake versus Brad Attitude. That's going to be huge. Oh, (laughs) and before the show starts, it's that everyone gets a trophy battle royal. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, but somebody's got to break that one down to me. <laughs> um, I've probably never been more proud of a match in my life. <laughs> that, you know what? That, that right there is a perfect example of what of what he meant when he said, "You know, you give me give me a match, and I could, or you give me something, I could do something with it." That's the perfect example. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we're in a culture that everyone gets a trophy. But sometimes, you know, you have a big show and you want everyone included, but there's not enough spots. Well, well, everyone should get a spot. Well, why not? And why doesn't everybody get a trophy for having the spot? But ingenious thing, shout out Space Cowboy. Pretty soon, CYN participation trophies will be available at our merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me up. I was going to say, yeah. every, everything in this interview has sold me. <laughs> if, if, if I wasn't sold already, I'm just saying. Um, yeah. You bring it's entertainment and it's satire and like reality and real shit and real improvement itself, but at the same time, goofy horse shit. Fucking let's have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have fun. There's going to be a lot of serious moments and there's going to be a lot of entertaining moments. Yeah. You so know. Maybe- and I'm throwing this one back up because I'm very excited about this one. The Dawson. Oh, the, wow. The damn Dawsons. The damn Dawsons. The damn Dawsons. Oh, Skyler, too. And John Skyler. That's oh, going to be, yes. EC3, Austin Aries, and the Titan Adam share. That's going to that's gonna tear the house down. Now, is I this love, the first I time? I fan those damn Dawsons. I love saying that. <laughs> now, is this the first of, of, of its kind with you three teaming up? Or was there, like, a previous match? This will be our first time. He has a three. Yeah, like a three. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it is. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, like, yeah, I, I'm, is, I'm pretty it? sure this is the first time you three have teamed up. In, in... Yeah. I was probably on some of uh, Man Bun Jesus's uh, medicine when I was. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So, so, okay. So we got to wrap this up. Like, look, EZ3 told me ahead of time. He said, I go to sleep at 9.45. So, like, we got to do <laughs> yeah, We got to get him out. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I'm, 
Oh, you got. Hey, look. Hey, recovery. Sleep is creativity at everything. Yeah, so you got to rest. Yeah, I would agree. All right, so social medias, in case they don't have them for you, well, sir. Yeah, about social media. Get like I've been so busy today. I haven't even looked at it. I don't know what's going on, and it's kind of awesome because I don't have to look at the news and whatever everyone's yelling about at each other. But at the same time, like I have no idea what's going on. I didn't know all the, like the drama with, you know, with Vince and you know the stockholder. I had no idea for three days. Oh yeah, because oh, wow. I'm so yeah, concentrated man. on this. But social media at Control Your Narrative on Facebook, on Instagram. We do not have a Twitter. I should probably make one, but there's a fake Are one. You? I'm sure that buries us. Uh, and at Control Your Narrative on TikTok, myself at the Real EC3 Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, which I haven't been on in three months. Do I have a TikTok? I don't. Uh, controlyournarrative.com, freeec3.com, join.freeec3.com for custom training and nutrition I make for you because that's another passion. And use the code CYN. You get 20% off of her life. And G Money, are you on the thing? Did I put you on the thing? You can be on the thing. Let me know if you want. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Put you yeah, I definitely, I definitely got to be up there. Yeah, do it. You just got to do it, or don't. I don't care. It's your life. It's your narrative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm controlling it. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, how many times do you say that a day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's cool about that though is, well, look, there goes Dante. After yeah. we done talked him up, fire mode, Dante. After like going through airports and wearing the shirt around the town, the message. That- to people have no idea what it is. Everyone takes something from it, and that's yeah. kind of cool. And that's showing that, yeah, wrestling is a vessel, but at the same time, there's a bigger, more important message to be said out there. So, you know, hopefully this does it. Selling a lot of things at once, but the only thing that truly matters is people finding happiness, purpose, and inspiration through whatever they choose to do with life. That's fire. Well, look, you know what's going down, fellas. You got anything before we close it up? Again, thank you. Thank, thank you, for, you the, for being here. Thank you for being here. Blessed Chet. You guys are wonderful to talk to. I can't believe I went that long. What was it? Yeah, hour, yeah. Well, this is hour 22. Yeah. yeah, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yo, look, everybody, appreciate y'all tuning in. I see you guys on the live feed. This is about to go on to all the platform, all the streaming platforms, like probably in the next hour or so. So if they missed it, they can listen to it. Replays are going up and all that stuff. Yo, follow us on all of our social media on Instagram at Smash the Mat Podcast, on Twitter, Smash the Mat Pod, on Facebook, Smash the Mat. Shout out to everybody in the Smash the Mat discussion group. Uh, I, me personally, you see it right there on my name, G underscore M O N I Y. My man DB is DB Greatness, Mr. Magnificent, who never posts his name. But I just believe in Kenneth. Did you did you make a new one? I did not make a new one, but I need to. Yes, I need to. Do. Okay, so I just follow somebody with your name. So I maybe they're spam. Okay, I got you. Awesome. Excellent. So look, appreciate y'all. Look, understand if you are in North Carolina, July 3rd. Matter of fact, even if you're not in North Carolina, if you are within about two hours from Winston-Salem. Or Goldsboro, come through, come see the show. You've heard all about it. You yep. heard all about control your narrative. It's not going to be a total control your narrative show because there will not be there will not be projects around the ring. 
I'm pretty, I'm 98,000% sure about that. Catch the replay of Control Your Narrative on Pro Wrestling TV. It's on there right now. You know what I'm saying? It is, it is footage from our Dallas show. So watch all that support, Pro Wrestling TV support, Control Your Narrative. If you see, you see guys wrestling, do your thing. I got, I got something cooking. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh-oh. That sounds like good stuff. Hey, look, we appreciate y'all, man. You already know what it is. It is the Smash the Mat podcast. We out here. We coming back next week with SummerSlam predictions, and we're going to make it work, man. Let's get it.